Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 74, an interview with client Wendy. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited today because we have a very special guest on the podcast today. We have Wendy. Wendy is a member of my Stop Over Drinking and Start Living program. And I thought it would be fun to have somebody on the podcast that was actually in the program. Wendy's been at it just over two months, I believe, and she's just killing it. So I thought it'd be fun to have her on here to share her experience and what she's learned and what she's doing on a regular basis that has led her to have fast success. So welcome to the podcast, Wendy. Thanks, Angela. Hi, everybody. Um, You asked me a few days ago if I'd be open to being on your podcast. I was really honored, but it was super scary. I just didn't think I could do it. So I'm choosing to be uncomfortable. And I think my whole life, it's something I've avoided. So here I am, nervous and all. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, that's like a very common theme that I have and talk about is like your willingness to be uncomfortable. And the more willing you are to be uncomfortable, the faster we can achieve our ultimate goals, right? Totally. Yeah. So this is going to be a big boost for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like that's yay to being uncomfortable and awkward and nervous. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Cool. So Wendy joined the program. When was it? Was it in March? February? It was the very end of February. So I'm just at the end of my third month. Yeah. So just to sort of give us a little, give the listeners a little bit of background about you. Tell us where you, what was going on with you in your life um, preceding that time and, you know, what sort of made you decide that this was a good program for you to join? Yeah. So where I was at that time, I was just, I felt like I was just kind of in a slump in my life. I most days, I just didn't really feel good about myself. I weighed more than I wanted to weigh. I was drinking more than I wanted to drink. Um, I was having, I mean, two, three, sometimes four glasses of wine almost every day. And it was just, it had just become my go-to for everything. I just don't think like overall I was really fulfilled and I don't think I was just really plain happy. It's not... It's not like I was unhappy, but there was just no spark. I was just kind of getting, you know, through the day, the next day would come, everything just kind of blended together. And I was realizing that my whole life was kind of centered around my husband and the boys. And at the end of the day, I just didn't really have any energy for myself. And I would just pour that glass of wine and it felt like that was something I was doing for myself. Mm. I was just getting out of control. I just, I wanted to get out of that slump. Yeah. What had you tried before that? Everything. I mean, everything. For, for diet-wise, every single diet out there. I don't know if there was one <laughs> diet that I didn't choose and, or to, didn't try. Um, I mean, I would, I would do some diets where I would reach my goals, and I thought that that would be great. And then I'd find over time I was just gaining the weight back. And, you know that was like the most disappointing thing. And I would just beat myself up. And 
I knew somewhere deep down in myself that there was something that I could do, some changes that I had to make that I had not made or found before. Mm-hmm. And so I just was, I don't know, something about listening to you and I had joined your um, five day, like stop over drinking class yeah. right before I joined you. And that was the first I had heard of you, Angela. I don't know how you came into my life. I had not listened to a single podcast that you had done before that. Mm-hmm. Listening to that and then talking to you, calling you and just your energy. It was something that I gravitated to. I just wanted, I wanted to feel like the energy you put out there. I mean, it's true. It comes from inside of you. And I just wanted that so bad. And if you had found that, I thought that, you know, I really thought that you could help me. Well, I'm so glad that you did (laughs) and joined that five day. Yeah, it was the five day reset. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So like when, when we think about like our emotional state and this was how it was for me too, before I found coaching and, you know, went through a similar process that you're in right now, it was like, I was just, I, I felt like I was on a hamster wheel. It was this you know, try this diet, have some success, go back to old habits, try this diet, have some success, go back to old habits, over drink on the weekends, like the whole nine, right? It was just a constant struggle, constantly feeling frustrated. In the very end of that cycle, before I found coaching, I just had resigned myself to be overweight and stuck. And I'm like, this is just it. Yeah. You think? Well, maybe the problem is, is I'm just not allowing myself to be where I'm at because this is it. And I've got to just pay with that. Yeah. But that doesn't feel good. So, you know, that's still not right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like you kind of like, for me, it was kind of like, I accepted it. I'm like, I'm not going to fight with myself anymore. I'm not going to do a diet. I'm just going to be heavy. And that lasted for about four weeks. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got frustrated again because it's like, we say that to ourselves because we don't, we think that the journey to Fit, you know, finally figuring this shit out is going to be this hard, horrible thing that you're going to have to be on some diet for the rest of your life, right? Because that's been our only experience is restricting and, you know, white knuckling and the whole bit, but it wasn't, thank God. And um, yeah, so like the real true us that's in there that doesn't want that still is like popping out. It's still knocking on our brain door, like I like to say. So it just wasn't satisfied with that. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd been on the diet train for years, having success and going back to old ways. How long was that for you? Well, I think I started my first diet or wanting to lose weight when I was maybe a freshman in high school. Mm. So a long time ago. (laughs) I don't know if I ever like just ate in a healthy way. I mean, I think that if I wasn't on a diet and really like struggling to stick to it, I overate. Yeah. I never really trusted my body. I just didn't, I don't even know if I gave it any mind. It was just, you know, if it was mealtime to eat, if I was bored, I would eat. If something tasted really good, I would overeat. It was mm-hmm. just, um, you know, I was taught to clean my plate. You don't leave anything on your plate. And I wasn't putting the food on my plate initially. So somebody right. else was you know, choosing for me how much and what I was going to eat. So it's, yeah, I I don't think we're ever taught how to listen to our bodies and what, what food is, what role food is actually supposed to play in our lives. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, we're taught very young that it can be used to help us feel better and to celebrate social situations. And, you know, we eat when we're bored. Like we're never really told or taught in a way that is healthy. Like when you said, I've never eaten healthy. Like there's so much more to just the food you're putting in. It's healthy mindset, right? It's like using food as fuel. It's not using food as an emotional tool, right? Like that's what you mean by healthy. That's what I mean. I mean, there's plenty of times where I'm, I'm eating good foods, but it's not coming from a place that is really just like solely to be like, just for my body. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it just, you know, your word buffering, I think I've buffered my whole life with everything, with the food, with the alcohol, with everything. I, I don't know if I ever was really in touch with my feelings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we're not really, it's not a priority for us Americans or really any Western civilization to be that, right? Like we're not, we don't talk about our feelings. We don't learn about our feelings. We don't understand them and what the purpose of our feelings are. And once we do that, which is what we do inside the program, right? Then it becomes more clear about how we can have a healthy relationship with food and be with ourselves <laughs> and alcohol too. It's huge. It's like the, the basis of everything, right? It's the foundation. So yeah. yeah. So the next question I wanted to ask you was like, what's been surprising after you joined the program, you, you know, you resonated with me, you found some tools and, you know, you thought this would be a good idea. It would be different. Right. So what has been like the most surprising thing since you joined? Oh, so definitely, you know, when I first joined, I really just, because this is how I had always thought, I really just wanted you to tell me what plan I needed to follow. And I was going to yeah. do it to the T. I mean, that yeah. was still what I had in my head, even though I knew nothing I had done so far had really stuck and worked and I was still searching. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted from you. I wanted you to give me a plan. I was committed to like following that plan. And I just really wanted to fix whatever I was doing wrong mm-hmm. and on in my life and just, you know, live my life after you told me what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess what I, what I quickly realized is the plan that I was like lifelong searching for just doesn't exist. And I didn't realize, I, yeah, I was just, I, I think now thinking that I really was looking to stop over drinking and I wanted to lose weight, I was cutting myself so short on what I was like, what would make me happy because it's not, I mean, maybe I'm taking this way too far, but it, it, it's not about the alcohol and the food. And, you know, that was kind of like the gateway for me to discover all these other parts of myself and how tra- happy I really can be inside. But um, I guess it, it was just, the most surprising thing was just that there really wasn't a plan that you were going to give me. I was just approaching this from a whole different way, but I was open yeah. to so, yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, especially if it's a weight loss and an over drinking issue, which is where most of the people that come in, you know, to the program, you know, are like they want to lose weight and stop over drinking. Um, of course, like I help you set up and give you healthy tools and like ideas and ways to eat, but the decision and that all comes from you, right? Like, and I think for you, especially f- trusting yourself and like learning how to trust your body when it was like full or not, you know, satisfied, not stuffed. And just like trusting that it wasn't going to be some food plan that you followed. Right. So like I have you guys develop your own food 
lists and things that you want to eat. It's about planning, honoring your commitments, and then trusting your body to tell you what is working and what's not. And that is like backing up and just being super patient and allowing some data to start coming through, right? Like looking at how we're feeling, what our energy levels are, if, is the scale moving, all of that, instead of turning outside of yourself to rely on somebody else to tell you what to do, right? Yes, exactly. But you know, when you had said to me, when we were talking about weight loss for me, and I, you had said to me, you know, there's no counting calories, there's no measuring. I mean, that, that blew my mind. Every plan that I had done before was strict, and it was hard. And you were, you were like opening this door for me to think about it in a whole different way. And it was just, I was terrified that, you know, you were introducing to me that I could really trust myself and rely on myself. And, you know, there was nothing that was like off limits. It wasn't restrictive. It wasn't, it didn't need it to be this like really hard thing. And that was something that I don't think I ever gave myself like enough credit to think that I could really do. So your ways of like, you know, doing all this thought work and finding out, you know, how all of those thoughts make me feel and really getting to like the, like the inside of it all just opened it up in a whole different way. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, the food and the alcohol are things that we do, right? Like they're actions that we take. We put food in our mouth and we pour glasses of wine and we drink it, (laughs) right? Those are actions that we take. But all human behavior, and you know this now, is driven by how we feel or don't want to feel. And if we are overweight and over drinking, it's 100% of the time, it's driven by our emotions, right? So like there's emotions there that we don't want to feel or we're scared of feeling that we don't even allow ourselves the opportunity to get to when we're eating and drinking. And then, of course, what I teach and and for you listeners that have followed along for a while, it's our thoughts that create our feelings in the first place. So if you don't uncover that, right, and understand what feelings are driving these actions and what what is going on in your brain and how you're thinking about all the areas of your life, it does become another diet. You're just constantly chasing some diet plan or somebody to tell you what to do, and then you just keep that that cycle that we're in, right? We try a diet, it works, then we get back to our old ways. If you don't address the underlying issues, and that's always our feelings and what we're thinking about all the big areas in our lives, right? It's like, it's not about the food or the alcohol. It's about what you're thinking about our relationships, what you're thinking about yourself, what you're thinking about your work, right? Yeah, it it really is. It's just that, you know, for... I would just cycle back and forth all the time with the weight, the weight loss and gaining the weight and the weight. And just like you said, you know, it was, um, it was really hard for me to wrap my head around that. It's not about willpower. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, that always, I always made it harder than it should be. And I, I would force myself to be strict and I would lose weight. And then I was still left with the same feelings that I had that had never changed because I was never in tune with my feelings. And so yeah. I would rebound and I would gain the weight back. And it was so much energy that I couldn't sustain that energy. And that's when I'd be right back at square one. But with your teaching me, you know, that everything that happens in my 
like all of the results in my life, I am totally in control of. And with the shift in how I am thinking about it, it can make like the whole difference for me. Yeah. So fun, right? Isn't it fun to discover like that it's really not that complicated. It always comes down to a thought and a feeling. (laughs) It's really exciting. It just, um, it kind of blows my mind in a lot of ways because we make it so much harder than it really is. And, you know, when you discover something that's so simple, you wonder why you never saw it before, but it's just, I think because it's so simple. Yeah. Yeah, we, we tend to try to make things more complicated than they need to be. <laughs> That's normal for humans, right? So tell us about your on again, off again cycle. You're almost three months into this now. So like, how have you feel, how have you felt as far as like, this is some like the way you're eating and your relationship with alcohol now, how do you feel about living like this forever or being a long-term solution for you? So I'm really excited because I know that like with every little part of my body that I, this is like a new me. It's just, um, just saying that brings this big smile to my face and I believe it. It's not, it's not this quick fix for me. It's just, I can totally do this. You know, I, I've always wanted results fast and going into this program, I still wanted results fast. And yeah, I had expectations of what I wanted that scale to say when I weighed myself and it wasn't meeting my expectations. And I thought, what am I doing wrong? And I was still looking at it from a place of like being hard on myself and I was mm-hmm. doing something wrong. And, you know, I think with practice and with really trying to, to just be still and to pause and to breathe and to process, I have gotten on the other side of that. And it wasn't just like one thing that I can pinpoint that got me there. I mean, my, I'm just over that cycle. I, I'm okay. I'm actually really enjoying the journey and I'm learning all these things about myself and I'm enjoying the time of doing this and I'm not rushing through it. So I, I don't think that I'll ever be in that cycle again because it's not, um, this is totally, it's not stressful. It's just like this, this welcoming way of approaching me. Yeah. So, so good. I just like, it's like you've changed, right? So like totally changed. My husband sees that I've changed. My kids see that I've changed. It's just, um, I'm like this, this person that I knew I always could be inside, but just, I had a really hard time finding it. And I think I was looking everywhere, but inside. (laughs) My God, I love you so much. (laughs) I'm going to start crying because I just know what that is like. And when you figure that out, it's just like the, the stars and the sky opens up and it's just like, finally, you know, it's just like, finally, this, I feel like I, this is the life and and the way I wanted to live. I just didn't even know. Right. It's true. It's just everything that I ever wanted. And it's not that I ever put it into words. It's just like this. I'm going to cry. It's just like this feeling. I just feel so me and it's so good. I love it so much. (sighs) So what do you think? What do you think the biggest obstacle you had to overcome to get here? Yeah, that's a big one. Um, you know, I think it's in this month free work that I've just been doing. It's 
it's all about love because mm-hmm. there in month two, I, I've been biking. And so on these bike rides that are nice and long, I have all this time to think. And it's been like really good time for me and space in my own head. And there was a day on my bike ride that I just had this like huge revelation. It was kind of like a mini breakthrough for me because mm-hmm. I had realized that I had spent my entire life trying to be like a better version of myself. And it wasn't, it was coming from a place of being completely dissatisfied with myself. I, I didn't like who I was. I didn't like the way I looked, but you know, I just tried over and over to change. And I came to this realization that I was just, I was doing it for all the wrong reasons and it was never going to work because I couldn't be somebody different. I couldn't be somebody better. I was still me. And so Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, you know, with all of the, with the model work you've given us to do and it just it allows you to kind of try on different thoughts and everything and so Mm -hmm. I decided that since I was doing it for all the wrong reasons but I still wanted the same outcome the same result I had to make a shift in how I was thinking and I I did it from a place of love and you know you've talked about that so much but just as I am, like right today, this imperfect person, I love who I am. And from that place of love, I can lose weight, but I'm not doing it because I don't like who I am. I'm doing it because I do like who I am. And I am healthier. And, you know, I'm exercising not because I, you know, I don't like how I look, and I want to look better, but because it's good for me, it makes me feel good. So I'm not even using exercise as a weight loss tool, which was something I did my entire life and I hated it. Yeah. It's such a different experience to approach the work, like doing the same work that you were doing, right? Like eating healthy, exercising that. But when you hate yourself, like you have that negative emotion driving those behaviors, that's why we quit. That's why we go back to doing our old ways because it's miserable. It doesn't feel good to do those things, right? And strict and it's mean. It's like... Yeah. But when you think differently about you and know that you're perfect and lovable and amazing exactly the way you are, and you do this because you want and deserve more, it's just like, so it's just such a different energy that you actually enjoy eating healthy. You enjoy exercising, right? Because you know, you know that those actions are ultimate care for your body. And yeah, it's like your entire, my entire mindset was changed, everything. And it was, it blew my mind because it was still me wanting and getting the same results, but just doing it, approaching it totally differently. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I think that was, that's a huge obstacle for me because I really do believe that every time I've tried to make what I thought were positive changes for myself, I was doing it just for because I didn't like who I was. So learning to love myself and to approach myself just with this, this feeling of love and kindness and compassion. And, you know, that I didn't have to have the answers all at once. It didn't have to be quick that, you know, it's, it's a process. And if I'm enjoying the process, then I'm not in a hurry and it's not hard. It's something that I can kind of welcome and be curious and think about and it's, it's all okay. Yeah. And I think too, like when you're enjoying the process and it, 
and you love yourself, it's like you're willing to keep going, even if you have a failure, even if you have an overdrink or you eat more than you wanted to, or the scale goes up, right? Like it's like because you have such love and respect for yourself, you're like, okay, so what? And you don't make it mean anything, right? No, it's not it's really not the important part of it. It's just a small little speck in this whole journey. Yeah. So awesome. So for people that are listening, who may not understand like the months. So when you join the program, you um, there's a monthly theme that we have inside. So like when the, the month one is all about learning how to feel, understanding your own feelings and how those feelings are driving behaviors like eating and drinking. And then month two is all about our thoughts, right? So our thoughts create our feelings. And then month three is all about self-love and learning how to love yourself and and take action from that place versus taking action from frustration and self-hate. So that's what Wendy's referring to when she's talking. She's currently in the self-love month, which I just, that's one of my favorites. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's changed my life. Yeah. So what has changed? Like, tell us about your emotional state from when you first joined to where you are now. Like, what are the big changes you've seen? Oh, so, I mean, it's changed my life on every level. Um, I'm happy right now. And I think that that happiness really wasn't even on my radar at the beginning. So on the beginning, really, my focus was to stop over drinking, Mm -hmm. to get control of my life, right? That word control Mm -hmm. and to lose weight. And so like, I thought maybe that would make me happy, but those are things that were toxic and I wanted to get rid of. But now it's, it's just, um, every part of my life has changed. Every way that I think about something, I can, change the way I'm thinking about it easily. And, you know, it's not, um, I, I just had decided from the very beginning that I was kind of all in on this journey. I was really going to listen to what you had to say and to apply it. And I think sometimes I may have, you know, kind of pushed back a little bit, but then I'd get right back to it. And I, <laughs> You were a little resistant when I said you just can't use exercise as a weight loss tool and you can't count calories. And it's not about like, you know, when you're only losing like a pound a week or something, you know, you're like, it needs to be faster. (laughs) I know. I was really focused on just getting to like the end. And, you know, you've taught me so much and you've opened up like, you, I told you, you turned on the light for me. And then you said, no, I didn't. I'm like, well, you showed me the light switch because it's so true. And I keep realizing that the reasons why I thought the way that I thought was because that's all I ever knew. Yeah. So I, I would, I mean, I, my belief systems were around those things. So just to show me a different way to look at it was, um, just an incredible empowering experience it was just yeah like when for me too like when I first learned coaching like wait a second my beliefs like that I've thought for 30 years or 20 years I can change like I never even knew I could do that I mean I knew that I could change my mind about things or have I could learn to maybe have a different opinion or see a different perspective but I never really thought like I never thought about changing my beliefs. You know what I mean? Like I had never even known that that was a possibility. Like it didn't even exist in my realm of thinking. Does that make sense? 
It does, because it was like your belief, right? I it mean, like, this is true. You know, I didn't argue with it. It was just, <laughs> I thought it was the truth, right? Yeah. So yeah. doesn't it open up like a whole different world, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's just like, when you, wait, I don't have to keep thinking this and this isn't the truth. And what? Like, it just blows your mind, right? Especially when you start seeing those beliefs and how they don't serve you. <laughs> and you're like, huh, I could think about this differently. Let's see what that's like. <laughs> It's incredible. It just changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. So good. All right. So tell us like what, how much weight you lost, what your alcohol consumption is, like all that fun stuff. Yeah. So I've lost just over 20 pounds and I, I drink less than a bottle of wine a month. And it's crazy. I'm like, um, yeah, I'm really in a good place. I, I probably still have more chatter in my mind when it comes to the food thing, because I really still don't think that I'm tuning in as well as I could be to my hunger cues and all of that. So that's definitely something that um, I get a lot of practice with because I eat every day. So that, that will get there. Um, But for the alcohol, it used to consume so much of my time, just the thought of drinking and when I was going to drink. And if I had a glass of wine before my husband got home and then I could have a glass with him at dinner and it would just seem like I was having one glass of wine. Or, mm. I mean, it just was, it was constant and it would create these kind of, I don't know, this kind of spiraling where I'd be back. It was so much useless like thinking about it. And I don't even do that anymore. So, you know, you have us plan and planning mm-hmm. has become key for me, but we, I'll do my drink plan like seven days in a, you know, for seven days, a week at a time. Mm-hmm. And I'll put a glass of wine on some random day. And, you know, there was like the time I even totally forgot about it. And I'm, I, that has never happened to me. I mean, it's just, um, <laughs> it's really hard to believe that was like really me you know that I just kind of forgot about it that I didn't think about it so I mean at first of course it was still on my mind a lot I mean it wasn't this magical thing that changed when I joined your program but it's all the work that went into like creating this this way of thinking about things differently that got me to where I am now and I I don't know if, you know, alcohol of my wine is going to always be a part of my life. I mean, there's times where I'll have it on my my plan and I just don't even want it. Or I'll take that first sip and I'm like, oh, it sounded like a good idea. But no, this isn't really, I don't know. It's crazy. Last night I was talking to my husband. Mm -hmm. We were just chatting about things. And I said to him, honey, I said, do you know how many times you came home from work and we were eating dinner and like my speech would be slurred and he's like I do he was massaging my shoulder so I wasn't face to face with him uh-huh. he's like I don't know if you realized it and I said I did I realized it every single time and I, it just to think that I am not that person and I actually have like this this place inside of me that I trust and that I love. And I, I'm, I don't know if this is probably way too emotional, but 
you know, I was this person who would like, you know, it wasn't uncommon for me once, twice a week to, to be slurring at dinner with my kids and my husband and trying to hide it or not talk so much. So it wasn't so apparent. Mm -hmm. And I'm not that anymore. And I don't think I would ever, there's, it's never going to happen again. Isn't that amazing to know that? It's a life changer. I really feel like I am that person I always wanted to be. I love it. I love that. It's just, especially when you can talk to your significant other about that, like my husband too, right? And I was in that same place all the time. And my husband would make little comments. Like when I was drinking, he's like, oh, why don't you go have another glass of wine? You know, like just little, you know, shitty type (laughs) comments. But it's like, it's true. Like I got mean sometimes and said things or I would just go hide and that's definitely not how I wanted to live. Right. Like I didn't want to have to numb out to get through dinner every night with my family. And like for people that don't struggle with this, it's these types of conversations It does. They're like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like when we're, when we're celebrating the fact that we didn't think about having a glass of wine, even though it was planned, (laughs) like for some people that don't have over drinking, which nobody listening to this podcast probably can relate to that, but (laughs) right. But it's like, we, that is a huge celebration when you can go through your day without thinking about alcohol. What the heck when you've been thinking about it for 20 plus years, right? It just is really, it's, it's like the ultimate, it's like the ultimate because it occupied so much of my brain occupied so many, you know, occupies so much of our brains on a regular basis to not have that. It's total. that's the freedom that I try to explain. It's like when your brain isn't thinking about hiding and being ashamed and waking up with regret and saying, I'm not going to do that again. And only to find yourself doing it the same thing over and over again, not to have that in your life, in your mind is freedom it there's nothing like it there isn't but you know as like a byproduct of not having that in your mind you you have your mind and you have all of these other experiences and things that you can do that used to be taken up by that space so i mean the living part of it right so like once that's gone now what now what do you want to do you know there's nothing you can't do it's just um like, I feel like the people that do this work are the ultimate level of badass. <laughs> it just puts you on a different level because you know the difference, right? It's like, you know, the difference of that behavior and what that life was like. And now you know what that is, how it can be different. And, and it's like, it gives you the strength and the courage to go bigger, right? It's, it really is for me. It was like, I, I'm, I'm at a, a topper teal tier of my badassness. <laughs> yeah. And I am so much more braver. That's like to go for growing my business, to improving difficult relationships, to making more money. Like anything is possible if you can get over this. Anything. It yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah. So tell us your daily habits so people can start being like you, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, the first thing I do is take time for me. I used to put myself at the bottom of like my people list, you know, everything was for everybody else first. And yeah. I think as a wife or a mom or, you know, it's like what we do, what we think we need to do. And so I've always been an early riser that hasn't changed for me, but I use that time in the morning, like for me. So I, I journal, I put down my thoughts and it's really, um, it's really therapeutic to write down my thoughts when 
I've always bought journals and I know at the beginning, you know, when you started talking about journaling, yeah, I've always wanted to do that. And I just was kind of afraid to put my thoughts down on paper. I mean, God forbid somebody see what I'm thinking. And once you started putting thoughts down on paper, I'm like, this is great. And nobody wants to read my journal. (laughs) So that's not, I mean, anyway, so I start my thing with like journaling and I enjoy yoga or meditation, so I'll spend some time doing that and have my cup of coffee and kind of look at my plan for the day because at night I write my plan for the next day of what I want to drink and, you know, kind of a loose schedule of what I'm going to be doing the next day. But I think I have a feeling that's going to change next month. It will be a tighter schedule for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm I'm just not going in circles. I'm more centered. I really feel like, I'm more relaxed and I'm at peace and I'm just kind of approaching everything from a place inside of me that's secure, you know, mm-hmm. Does that make sense. Yeah. So part of your daily habits are, you know, you, you dump out your brain and you journal, right. Which means like when we're for the people inside the program, or if you've been listening for a while, it's like, we just literally write down what our thoughts are in our head, the sentences that we have going on. Like, what am I thinking right now? What am I thinking about the day? And we just write that out. And it's just sort of like cleaning out your closet. It's just that act alone helps you stay more focused on what you want to do and accomplish. And then you are making your food and drink plan. So tell us, Wendy, what is different about that? So like you make your plan ahead of time. And then when it's, comes time to eat the food that you planned. How do you think? Like what goes on in your head there? Okay, so <laughs> so when I'm planning, I it's like the part of me that has my best interests at heart. So I when I'm planning, I am like making my plan to kind of align me with the goals that I want to reach, right? So mm-hmm. not drinking so much and you know losing weight and all of that. So I'm making healthy choices. And then when it comes to the plan, I didn't realize how um, how good it would feel actually honoring the plan. And I think that what happens is I'm kind of, and I, and I give myself, you know, I'm still trying to be curious in the times that I want to choose something different or I, choose, I decide to choose something different and I actually do it. Mm-hmm. But I find that every time I can honor what I've written down, and it's simple things, you know, oatmeal and berries and some flax for breakfast or whatever it is, um, I am retraining my brain to trust myself. So anytime that I waver from it, I don't, I don't beat myself up about it, but I know that the times that I can honor it are just impacting me in such a great way that I want to keep doing it. Yeah. So like, so give us an example. So like, say you've planned oatmeal for breakfast and you, it's time to make the oatmeal and your brain's like, hmm, eggs would sound, it sounds better. What happens? What do you do? Well, I tell myself I can have eggs the next day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, you, you've taught us like nothing is an emergency, right? I mean, yes. so yeah, that's like a preference and maybe I could decide to put a little more thought at night if, you know, I'm going to want something different the next day. But I I think it's just like those silly little things. If I honor those silly little things, I'm teaching my body in a way that's not like strict and restricted or like tight or hard that I can 
I can, if I can do those little things, then I can do those huge things, right? Yeah, yeah. I think those little things, that's what adds up to the results that you have been able to have, right? Your in-the-moment decisions that you make and honoring what you put on your plan to eat, it's not about calories in, calories out, right? It's not about, oh, oatmeal's 100 calories and two eggs is 100 calories, it doesn't matter. What matters is you trusting yourself that when you say you're going to do something, you follow through on it. And that trust and confidence that we have when we do that builds over time. Yeah. And it's like, that is what you're t- you were talking about earlier. Just like that knowing and trusting yourself that this is going to be what it's going to be like. And you don't have to worry about going back to the old ways because you trust yourself, right? Right. When I honor my plan, I'm totally showing up for myself. And I understand that I've got my own back, right? I mean, it's just like, it's teaching myself that. So it's, it's huge. Yeah, that's so important. So you're planning your meals, you're planning your alcohol, you're honoring your commitments, you're exercising, um, you drink water, all the things, right? Yeah, all of those things. What happens if you don't follow your plan? Like, what do you do if you drink or eat something you didn't plan? Yeah, I mean, that does happen, right? But I I just don't beat myself up about it anymore. I don't let it mean something like way bigger than it should. I, I'm just showing myself that love and that compassion. And I'm trying to come from a place of like being curious, you know, like, why did I do that? Or um, instead of just berating myself. And yeah. I think that's going to make the difference of, or it, it is making the difference of how I'm succeeding. And this is this is long-term. So I think just doing that, changing, you know, just coming from a place of love, it's, it's, it's really a full circle, right? Yeah. So good. Yeah. The, the, what the worst part about our relationship with alcohol and food I hear from everybody that I talk to is the regret and the self-loathing that happens the next day. Like it's way worse than the actual impact of overeating or over drinking physically. It's that shitty way that we talk to ourselves when we do that, that causes us to feel bad, like have a negative emotion. And then what happens when that, we carry that feeling with us all day. We want to escape from it at the end of the day with more food and alcohol. (laughs) It just doesn't help. Right. And so if like anybody listening can drop that and stop beating yourself up, stop the negative self-talk when you do overeat or overdrink, that can take you really far. Well, I think a big part of learning to do this, and I believe that there's lots of people out there that felt this or feel this way. Mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to be perfect, like always yeah. in everything that I did. And, you know, <laughs> that's something that you, there is no perfection. I mean, it's not even reality. So to right. think that when I do something like it's, I'm, I'm not who I want to be or who I am, it's letting go of the whole perfection thing has been a a total game changer because when I'm thinking that I, you know, I'm only aiming for perfection or it's this all or nothing approach. Mm -hmm. I never made long-term progress. I mean, I disappoint myself over and over and over again. And then, you know, it's just like, I, I wanted to do everything in a certain way. And in a certain time frame. I wanted the weight loss to be quick and Mm -hmm. I expect that there's people to, you know, to be perfect too. And it was just absolutely crazy and it's not realistic. So that's like, <laughs> that's something I could talk about forever. It's so crazy. It's, just, it's like a relief to know that, you know, you can have amazing progress and it's like not A plus work. It's like B. 
right? And you keep having progress because it is just B, right? Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh. You're amazing. So what do you think is left for you? Like after, like for the next several months in the program, you're not even halfway through and you've had this much success, which is like so amazing, right? <laughs> it makes me, yeah, I'm super excited. I mean, I definitely have like challenges and all of that, but just looking at it from a different way, I really feel like each of those little challenges that I have just pushes me like further along because I'm approaching it differently. But I just have so much more to learn. I really, um, I don't know. I kind of open to everything and I, I haven't looked ahead to see like, you know, what the different months are. Yeah. I've really just been in the moment and enjoying the journey. And it's, it's great. I mean, if I honestly, Angela, if you had said to me when I first like joined that I would get to where I am at the end, I, I wouldn't have believed you. I just, um, like, I want to pinch myself because this is just, and if I've done this, I mean, just wait for another three months. Who knows? It's crazy. Yes. I love it. I love like the excitement of it, like kind of not knowing what's going to happen and like what the possibilities could be is super exciting for me. It's like, that's how I approached it for myself was like, I don't know what, what the outcome here is going to be, but I know that it's going to be wild and fun. And to be, let yourself be surprised about what you can create. And I still do that, like with my work and my relationships and my life. And, you know, it's just like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to go all in and I'm going to be surprised along the way. Yeah. It's really exciting, you know, and I, I have like, um, it's, and it's excitement coming from a place that feels really good. So it's not, yeah, it's just, it's perfect. And I'm, like you say, I'm exactly where I need to be now. Everything just works at the exact perfect time because it does. That's how we know. So. Well, thank you so much. What would you say to the listeners that might like really be considering about joining the program or um, talking to me about joining the program? What would you tell them? Well, they have to do it because it's just a game changer. I, um, you, you have just introduced me to myself and I'm really grateful and I just keep learning more and more. And it's just a whole different thing to wake up with like this, this purpose. And at the end of the day to be in such a good place and to know that I've got my own back and I can figure it out. And the answers are, are really there. And it doesn't have to be this, this chaotic mess that you try to figure out and get through it can I guess it can just be what you imagine it to be if you have the right tools to figure it out and you help me get there that's awesome well I'm so excited for you I'm so you're such a great contributor to the program and all the women in there so thank you so much for being brave and open and willing to be on the podcast today you're going to help inspire so many people thanks Angela and it wasn't it was really scary when I first started, but it's not so bad. Thank you. <laughs> Good. Yeah, right? It was just a normal conversation. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say before we sign off? Oh, well, you know, maybe one thing really quick is okay. you brought this whole, um, I think part of my hesitation or being scared about doing this podcast at the beginning was all my life, I've really cared about what others think about me. And I think 
in the back of my head, it just keeps saying what you had said is other people's opinions of me are none of my business. And it's, it's really kind of like offering me freedom. Um, I don't, I don't really care what other people's opinions are of me. I'm learning that it really doesn't make any difference. It's not even a reflection on what's going on with me. And I, if I can be like true to myself and I mean, my life is really all about me. So that's it. It's just, um, that's so good. Yeah. I think a lot of, a lot of people are worried when they take on a journey like this or say they're going to lose weight or stop over drinking. They are worried about what other people are going to think because maybe they've tried every diet in the book before and failed and, or they said they're going to stop drinking before and failed. Right. Or they're worried about what are people going to think of them not drinking in social situations. So I'm really glad you brought that up. That was one thing at the very beginning of my own journey. That was probably one of the first things that I decided to let go of was what other people thought. And I was, you know, I started my podcast before I was even a coach. (laughs) I was just sharing what I was learning about my shit, like in a very public way on this, on a podcast. And I think that really helped me because when you don't worry about what other people think, you are, you focus so much on what you want to do in your life and it just makes your life better. Yeah. It doesn't hold you back because you're not doing it for anybody else. Right. It's just really, it's yeah. so it's good. Great. Thank you for adding that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you again, Wendy. And we will talk to you soon, listeners. Bye for now. Wasn't that amazing? Wendy, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your experience. I know that you've just inspired thousands of women. If you guys want to experience what Wendy has and stop the dieting cycle and learn how to stop over drinking that changes everything in your life, please request a 20-minute call by clicking on the link in the show notes. And we'll talk about what your biggest obstacle would be to overcome you achieving those goals. And we'll talk about if joining the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living program is right for you. See you there.